episode of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fan cast. I'm Sabra Kojis. And I am May. For the second week in a row, I don't have a joke about my name because my cats just had surgery and they're fighting and I feel really <laughs> bad for them. Um, Nothing funny about that, gang. Wow, slacking. Uh, <laughs> very tragic. Uh, that's okay. If you have a fun suggestion for what happened to May's last name, you can tweet at us at SkaterFanCast, that is Skater with an 8, or you can find us on TikTok or Instagram, or you can follow me on Twitter, whatever you want. You know, it's your life. Uh, what I love about that is that it kind of sounds like what you're suggesting is um, if you don't like the fact that we didn't do a joke, send us a joke and we'll do that <laughs> one, which... It says a lot about this podcast and the level of humor we're bringing to the table. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> on today's episode, we are discussing, and I should have pulled this up in advance. This happens to me a lot. I'm tragically <laughs> unprepared for this podcast. Not as unprepared as May is every single week. Correct. Um, but when yeah, I'm unprepared, no it affects if we have a podcast. If May is unprepared... Yes. She gets That's funnier. just par for the course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, today we are discussing, is this too complicated? Misery business, good for you, and intellectual property law. And also girlfriend, I didn't really know how to stick that in the title. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is convoluted, but essentially we're going to talk about the three songs that I've mentioned, four songs I've mentioned, and I will make it all make sense by the end. You'll make it more obvious. I will, because that's what we're here to do on What More Can I Say is Skater by Fancast. Mm -hmm. So, basically, my first hot take was that Misery Business and Skater Boy are the same song. Yes. And I posted this on TikTok, and one person, one person was like, yeah, totally. You're so right. And one person was like, um, this is the worst take ever. Uh... Just because they're both, like, in pop-punk and, and Paramore was influenced by Avril doesn't mean they're the same song. And I was like, sir, you don't understand. Wouldn't enjoy the podcast, <laughs> is what you're saying. Sir, you, you have you to not listen. not audience. You have to listen to the podcast in order to understand why I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, but basically, my theory is that Skater Boy is a song about a situation, a fictional situation, in which Avril gets a guy who was rejected by another girl and then is like, na-na-na-boo-boo, I got your not-boyfriend because you didn't want him in the first mm -hmm. place. And it's like, why? She didn't want him. So why why are you doing this? And Misery Business is the exact same song. I'm going to pull up some Misery Business lyrics right now. I, I love the phrase, the question, why are you doing this? <laughs> It, it speaks to me on so many levels. Everything related to this song, the fact that we're making this podcast, it's just like, why are you doing there this? There was a really funny line in New Girl where Nick is like, let me just like hate everything that I've created. And I was like, wow, it's me in this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> the lyrics of Misery Business, um, we start out and uh there's a girl who is apparently hot she's got a body like an hourglass and she's dating this dude Haley says i waited eight long months she finally set him free so this girl broke up with this guy this other girl this very hot girl broke up with this guy she set him free it was her choice mm -hmm. uh i told him i couldn't lie he once he was the only one for me two weeks and we caught on fire she's got it out for me but i wear the biggest smile 
So this girl breaks up with this guy. Two weeks later, he's dating someone else. And Haley thinks that he, that this girl is supposed to care? That, that she's going to yeah. be mad? She broke up with him. She didn't yeah. want him. It is the same energy. It's the exact same energy. And I think, I don't know if you've said this on the podcast or if you said this to me, but you said that this was based on a true story. And I thought from yes. reading, I'd have to pull it up again, but Haley had made this whole like blog post about the song and mm-hmm. it sounded to me like she it w- it wasn't a true story. It was just that she liked this guy who had a girlfriend, and this was more of like a fantasy, a la Skater Boy. But I might be wrong about that. See, I I don't remember it going that way, and I feel like we shouldn't say what the blog post said without having reread the Should blog we pull post. Up the blog post. It's a long post. It's like not that interesting to be honest. But I think the the long and short of the blog post, regardless of whether it was like a hundred percent real or a hundred percent fictional or whatever, is that she doesn't. It's a live journal entry. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh my god, that's old. But it's just basically that she doesn't want to perform it anymore because it's like hitting too close to home. It's like weird. It's just like extremely slut shamey and weird. Yeah, so she makes this whole live journal post called Redemption. It's a long story. She talks about how there was a girl that she felt very bitter towards because she, cl- Haley claims that this girl used sex to like manipulate one of her friends and then like he became a different person. <gasps> like complicated by Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Maybe you thought it was like the wrong song although we've established that complicated is about the right skater complicated boy, and skater boy song. are the same song and misery business is yeah. also the same song also the same <laughs> song interesting the skater boy cinematic universe keeps expanding i must have said that already there's no way that's the first time i've said that the cinematic universe podcast. sentence i'm sure you've said it yeah I have. That sounds like something I'd say. And it sounds like a joke I I would make more than once. Well, because it's a good joke. (laughs) It's like when comedians. (laughs) Thank you so much. Like, every time a comedian goes on tour, like, for each tour, they do, like, a certain set, and it's, like, the same set through the Mm -hmm. whole tour. But, and maybe they'll workshop new stuff throughout it, but, like, generally it's the same material. And then, like, they do a different tour, and it's generally different material. But, like, when you're just starting out and you're not, like, John Mulaney with five million Netflix specials like people will like reuse jokes because people haven't heard them yet like if it's not online Mm -hmm. like no one has heard it um and that's Mm -hmm. uh what we're doing here we're being professionals is what I'm saying yeah except that (laughs) if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast then you have heard me make make the same joke like I I know that (laughs) I see your point but also I want to clarify that a podcast doesn't work like a tour you're not just supposed to listen to one episode (laughs) No, listen to every single episode. Um, yeah, whatever episode is associated with your city. Yeah, that's the yeah. one um, Also, I want to just note, because this is actually relevant to the whole episode mm-hmm. and a lot of the points that we're going to make. This was written by Haley Williams in 2007. Yes. Also, if you hear crinkling in the background, my cat is walking over a big piece of paper. Sure. I apologize for that, but I can't move her because she had surgery and she's sad. So that's just how it is. I'm also sad. I didn't have surgery. That's just a general <laughs> feeling. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a vibe. Um, but she was 19 years old oh, when she yeah. wrote this. So is it definitely ill-advised? For sure. And and we're going to talk about Olivia Rodrigo, yes. who's also young. I don't actually know how old. I think old, she was 17 but... when she wrote the album, 18-ish now. Yeah, see, it's like this this sort of vulnerable age group to be... Well, first of all, if you're a woman, generally, yeah. that's a very weird time. Because we might have talked about this on the last episode, or maybe just had this conversation in our Lives. friendship. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, it's like a very strange time. And actually, this connects with um, Taylor's, Taylor oh, yeah. Swift's, um, all too well, Taylor's version just dropped. Yes. And she talks about, she directed the short film of it. And she talks about how it's about this vulnerable time of being an adult woman, but you're not. Like, you're still a kid to yourself. Yeah. You think of yourself maybe as older, but you are in this weird phase of looking and feeling like a kid in a lot of ways, yeah. but suddenly being treated like a woman potentially by, you know, older men who are suddenly flirting mm -hmm. with you that hadn't before and things like that. So it's a very transitional period and a very weird yeah. time. And so all of them, uh, you know, Avril, Olivia Rodrigo, and Haley Williams, all in this age group during the time that we're discussing, and all in a very famously predatory industry. Yes. So that's something to keep in mind during all of these discussions. I'm not condemning 19-year-old Haley Williams. No. But this is not something that would be advisable to write. Certainly right. not now. <laughs> yes. Her, the post is very, like, slut-shaming. I mean, saying that someone is using sex to manipulate somebody, like, that's just fucked up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's, I'm well, sure that's not what happened. Probably not what happened. Right, exactly. It's probably not what happened. Yes. But, like, this girl was probably dealing with plenty of things herself. Right. And I, I'm sure that if she were to, you know, think about it now as an adult, she might have a different perspective. Who knows? So she talks about how she was just so angry at this girl, at the situation, at what she was doing to her friend. But also she was in love with this man, or so she thought. I mean, you cannot be in love with somebody who does not reciprocate the love. That's not how love works. But um... She also made a statement about this song um, in 2015 yeah. when she was 26 years old, where she basically said, I don't relate to these lyrics at all as a 26-year-old woman. And... Basically, it was a result of people saying you're not a feminist or you're a bad feminist or whatever. Right. And she just said, like, you know, you got to understand. I wrote this when I was 17. I don't relate to this stuff anymore. I don't think it's bad feminist. So essentially, the end of the post no. is she and the dude do end up dating. They they try to fight it. They can't fight it. Uh, they, they date. She gives a later excuse about kind of not wanting to sing the song again anymore for, like, a different reason. Um, and then we have kind of present day of, like, she doesn't want to perform the song because it's just not, uh, doesn't feel good to her, does not represent who she is, etc., etc. So then this is also the wildest part. Um, it turned out after this, and this came out much later, that it was about one of her bandmates. And that was part of the reason that the story, and this is also part of the reason it's very relevant to Skater Boy. Mm-hmm. Because she was singing about one of the guys in the band and the smugness, part of her smugness in that song comes from the fact that, like, you don't have him anymore and he's literally in my band. Which is still so dumb because according to the lyrics, that girl broke up with him, so she didn't... But that's why Skater Boy's dumb, yeah. too. But this is literally the identical plot of Skater Boy because she says, like, singing the song we wrote, etc., etc. Yeah. That's what right. happened to Haley Williams in real Which is so life. wild because you would almost think if you didn't know timeline-wise and you just, like, heard these two songs and knew this general background that, like, Skater Boy is Misery Business fan fiction. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skater Boy came years before Misery Business. Yeah, it predates it. It's very weird. 
It's it's actually funny because we have spent a lot of time saying this is such an unrealistic story. It makes no but sense. But it happened. But this verbatim thing happened to right. Billy Williams. The verbatim actual plot of Skater Boy. Well, minus the sort of five years from now exactly because we don't know if that other girl ended up in a not fulfilling relationship with a baby. But we can assume. That's why it feels like fiction. Right. So, well, that's actually, that's why it feels like, yeah, fan fiction and also why we keep saying that it's so unrealistic because it really just the ballerina's plot line. But, like, the rest yes. of the song, like, the song from Avril's perspective, or the narrator's perspective, rather, and then Misery Business from Haley's perspective, which I'm comfortable saying it's her perspective because she said it's a true story, like, yeah, it's, it is realistic because it happened. And also, I mean, the ballerina thing, not, not the five years from now with a child, but me and Noah, that, that's the plot of Skater Boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway... That's basically how I feel about these being the same song. Now, to bring this into relevancy for, what year is it? 2021, um, Olivia Rodrigo released a song called Good For You that people are fucking obsessed with. And it's basically the same song as Misery Business, kind of. Yeah, except I think it's it's not really very much like <laughs> it at all. <laughs> So I fully see the issue in the song game that was people were like, this song sounds exactly like Misery Business. And it does sound similar. Like, frankly, it does. It sounds a little bit like Misery Business in the way that many songs from that general genre sound pretty similar. Well, I think it sounds more similar than just like generally pop punk music sounds the same. But right, not but as you, similar. I think that you could find two songs that sound a lot more alike in the genre than these two. Well, songs. yeah, fucking... A Little Less 16 Candles by Fallout Boy is the exact same intro as Skater Boy. Play them back to back. They're in the same key. Like, it's literally exactly the same. Yeah, and also Bowling for Soup has a song that has a really similar intro. Like, almost identical. Yeah, you try to sing it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in this case, so yeah, I don't think that the Good For You is quite as similar as Lola 16 Candles is to Skater Boy, but the gods that be disagreed because she had to uh, give Paramore credit on Good For Well, you. so I would say that is an overstatement <laughs> of the event as uh, Twitter made it really sound that yeah. way. But the reality of what happened is that no one felt like having a lawsuit about this. Right. You know, it, everyone, for studios like this, you know, for people in this industry, and really for anyone, the best time to end a lawsuit is before it happens. No <laughs> one wants to go to court. You do not want to have a legal yeah. battle. Just like, and I'm not even saying this in my, I, everyone knows that I've been to law school. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that even from that perspective, just from a business perspective. Yeah. You don't want to be involved in a lawsuit it's expensive it takes forever it's horrible um except for the lawyers <laughs> but uh you're just trying to get things out of court as quickly as possible or not in court in the first place and so it w it made way more sense you know from whatever executives made these decisions it just made more sense to give those credits and allow people to have royalties from the song but like it still feels sketchy because it's not like they sampled the song because like Actually, there's a song that came out by Fletcher recently um, that's called something about girls. Uh, I think it might just be called Girls, actually. Girls, Girls, Girls is what it's called. And it samples Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. 
And so then because it, and that's an actual sample. This is not just like a, oh, it sounds similar. Like she took a piece of the song and she paid for the ability to use the piece of the song in her song. But uh, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry is produced by Dr. Luke. And Fletcher is like, has a whole Me Too song, like is known for being like pro-feminism women, sexual assault survivors. And like, she is literally paying, chose to pay a man who is known for being abusive to like sample the song. Right. Well, I think that a lot of this speaks to the huge amount of complexity in the music industry with who owns what and who gets royalties on what. And a lot of people don't know how that stuff works at yeah. all. I mean, I have, I have, you know, read cases about this and I read the complaint in the Avril Lavigne case. Yeah. And I, I try to stay as up to date as I can, but I, also find it very complicated. Complicated by Avril Lavigne? Just kidding. That's not the song that got sued. It was Girlfriend, for which she was sued well, by... Avril Lavigne got yes. sued. None of the songs got sued, but involved in the suit. Yes. Well, I'm saying... <laughs> I wish I could sue a song. <laughs> I'm gonna sue, like, whatever song has made me the most upset, I'll sue for, like, emotional distress. Yes. Yeah, I can't stress boy. enough that that's not a thing you can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean. She wrote Girlfriend. Yeah. She released Girlfriend. Um, a band from, like, the 80s or something was like, that sounds really similar to our song Boyfriend. You stole that from us and tried to sue but I guess like settled out yeah. of court or something? Settled immediately, uh, it would seem. So we can speculate that they just got paid a bunch of money and shut the fuck up. Yeah, they <laughs> they worked out a number that was agreeable for all parties to not pay for a lawsuit. And that's the thing that a lot of people miss. Like, for example, Twitter was like dragging Olivia Rodrigo, right. Rodrigo through the mud because they took the fact that Paramore got credited on that song to me. She, she admitted yeah. that she stole their song, yeah. which is not what happened. What you're doing a lot of the time is a calculus. Okay, what is the dollar figure that I can give these people, whoever those people may mm -hmm. be in any lawsuit, that will make this thing go away and that will be cheaper than fighting? Right. Well, there's also, I mean, just the internet likes to get up in arms about anything. I remember seeing some tweet about some artist had sampled some R. Kelly song in a song. This person on Twitter was so mad because they were like, oh my God, I can't believe that so-and-so credited R. Kelly on this song and now is like paying royalties to R. Kelly or whatever. And I was like, okay, yes, again, with like the Fletcher thing, like just don't sample the song. But if the song is sampled, you don't have a choice. Like, it's not like right. they, like, this Twitter user yeah, was not. acting as if, like, <laughs> this, they could have just chosen not to pay R. Kelly and not list him as a songwriter. Yeah. And I was like, that's super <laughs> not how this works, dude. Like, you can't just take things. Yeah. But anyway, that, so that's all fun legal things that are not legal advice whatsoever. It's definitely not fun or interesting. But, uh, <laughs> well, right. I mean, this is what I have observed yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, my fully my opinion i don't actually know what happened no in for sure we've said that five million and... times now the audience understands yeah. that this is not legal advice um but i actually never said it wasn't legal advice up until this point so i said it right now but i also think with like olivia rodrigo and um early Haley williams and early avril lavigne i'm like we said earlier just in that like they're all this young age they're all in this vulnerable time etc cetera, etc cetera, and their music is reflecting that because like 
not necessarily good for you, but like driver's license is just the most insane fucking song to me. Like people are so obsessed with it. And I get it's very like pretty and it's very emotional and heartfelt and whatever, but she's like 17 and she's saying like, you said forever, now I drive alone past your street. What do you fucking mean forever? You are not going to be together forever. Like- How old was I when George and I started dating? Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but like seriously, especially in that industry, like it's shocking if a couple that is a very mature age when they meet stays together more than a few years. Like you Mm -hmm. thought- you at 17 we're gonna be with this one man forever i know may did it but yeah, like that's a pretty whatever. common a pretty common thing to think doesn't because sure. it's very it's like in um in arrested development when uh tobias and Lindsay are talking about their relationship mm-hmm. and they're thinking about opening up their relationship yeah. and tobias says it's ridiculous when people think that opening up your relationship is going to help you it never helps it's always a bad idea it, and these naive couples trick themselves into thinking it'll work out for them and it's never different but i think maybe with us it might be different <laughs> and it's just like what that's a very what good, are you talk like very good joke very that's good what's television. happening here <laughs> That is, but it's just, like, I find it so frustrating being a former 17-year-old. We've said this before, this general concept of, like... As a recovering (laughs) 17-year-old. I I find it frustrating because I'm, like, you have to know that that's not true. You have, like, I understand you're hurt. I've also been hurt, but, like, you you gotta move on, sis. Like, this is not it. (laughs) But Avril did the exact same thing. I felt, like, uncomplicated. We've said this, but, like... I just feel, one, like, if in the complicated relationship, it just seems like they're just on different pages. And so I'm like, you're young, cut your losses and move on and find somebody that you are on the same page with. Yeah, I think what you're suggesting is that people leap right over any sort of grieving period. (laughs) Don't have one. You shouldn't have had one in the first place. And also, I, I think really what that song is doing is reckoning with, the fact that the thing that you wanted that was told to you would happen, even if you didn't think realistically it would, didn't happen, you know, and you're just processing that. Sure, but I think that the vibe I'm getting from both Avril and Olivia is not that they didn't think it wouldn't work out, that they very much thought it would work out and are upset that it didn't. And that's just like this emotional immaturity that like of course you have when you're 18 or 17 because your prefrontal cortex is nowhere near developed and you're still literally a child i know legally you're not but you literally are you are um and i just feel like they're the vibe is so similar and i also feel like she olivia is going to to get a few years older get like to be our age and she's gonna be like that was a big yikes that song is a big yikes I don't think so, because I think that you're allowed Except to... Except that it made her a lot of money. But other than that, big yikes. Yes. Also, you are going to have 17-year-old feelings as a 17-year-old, and you don't need to be embarrassed about having been a 17-year-old once you're not anymore. I'm embarrassed every day of my life. <laughs> I was, of course, significantly more immature as a 17-year-old and had a lot of feelings that now I'm like, Okay, that's not how that situation was actually playing yeah. out. But I, I'm not embarrassed about it. Well, like I, I mean, I, I was. I don't think I've ever I've been embarrassed about like th- having teenage emotions as a teenager. But I, I've said this before. But I remember being distinctly embarrassed when I was 22 and I got dumped 
being very embarrassed at the way that I was handling it and and in the in the grieving process was like you're being so dumb right now this is you're this is not how mature people would handle this mature people would move on they'd be okay like what is wrong with you as I'm like sobbing but on the floor I think the you you were incorrect to be embarrassed about it slash to feel that way because everyone handles breakups not that well. I mean, it wasn't a breakup. <laughs> I think one of one part of it is it wasn't a breakup. It was we never got to like a relationship point. It was just dating for two months. Those are totally real breakups, though. What do you mean? Like you're saying that's a real breakup? They hurt similarly to a real breakup. But like, it's still not. A, I don't think it's a breakup. I don't call it getting broken up with. I call it getting dumped because again, I feel like a breakup has to be a relationship. <laughs> and also the fact that this man was eight years older than me, and right. and later months later said that I was immature, which is not something he ever said while we were dating, would would say that's kind also of the stupid because that I like was more mature than he does he mean as compared to him a 30 year old because that's dumb well one time literally one time he said and this was maybe a little bit early on into us dating so like he didn't maybe have full information but i remember him saying that i was 22 and he was 30 and that he was still more mature than me but I was more mature for my age. So like he likened it to being like, I had the maturity of a 25 year old and he had the maturity of a 25 and a half year old. May's face is like, what the fuck? <laughs> so stupid, sorry, that's so stupid. I just like, because I am a 27, no, I'm not 27, 26. I'm 26. I don't know my own age. <laughs> the thing is, okay, I, I was recently 25 and now I'm in that period of time where I'm continuously surprised by my age Same. because I think I'm 25 in my brain. And so I said 27 because, yeah. No, it's really confusing. Yes. I mean, my, my birthday was like a month and a half yeah. ago. And so I always feel like, oh, I'm wrong about my age, so I need to say the next one up, <laughs> which is what I just did, except I, I would have gotten my age right. right if I had just said the one that I thought. But anyway. Very long story short, uh, like the idea that four years from now, I would be like, wow, a 22 year old, huh? Like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, a mature 22. Right. I think I don't want to like people like to get up in arms about like age differences. And I, I really don't want to oh, say. Oh, they don't bother me. I just mm. think like, I, I don't think that that is necessarily bad. I just don't understand why that would be what you would go for. I'm really hot. Well, no, that's a good point. So, like, that's why. And he didn't know when, on our first date, he didn't know how old I was. He thought I was 25. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you can what, feel free but... to cut any of this out. I'm I'm not dragging this dude. No, it's I fine. Don't... We can drag the dude all we want. I mean, I, I don't I well, don't like to drag to be clear, him I'm, because... I'm dragging him for other reasons. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not dragging him for no, that. No, 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 for sure. My friends like to drag this dude because he hurt me so bad. I don't like to drag him because I understand that, like, he just didn't want to be with me. And also, like, I I don't necessarily see him as, like, a bad person. I think that maybe he handled the situation in a bad way because he should have just been honest with me from the beginning and said, like, this age difference is not going to work out for us. And instead dated me for two months and, and gave me what I felt to be a sense of false hope. Um... Or this is fully just all too well. What's all too well? 10 minute version. Oh, I, oh, I haven't. Honestly, Taylor guys, Swift. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I'm so sorry. Um, so I listened to, to All Too Well 
and then I listened to all too well Taylor's version, 10 minute version. This is the Jake Gyllenhaal thing. Yes, fully because okay. people were on the bandwagon and I like to also be um, on the respectfully bandwagon. be. Well, it's more that I'm like, I, I want to know what the people on the bandwagon are talking about. I don't necessarily want to be on the bandwagon with yeah. them. But if, if it drives past me and they're talking really loud, I don't want to not know what they're saying. For you know, sure. so I did listen to it and I was like, you know what? Pretty good. And like, it's just pretty good as a song. But then it, I think the 10 minute version is much better, more nuanced song because it's 10 minutes. She has more time to say stuff. Yeah. But anyway, it's just exactly the identical thing you just described as happening to you. Also happened to Taylor, except it was Jake Chillin. Wow. I wish I had my experience with Jake Gyllenhaal instead of this fucking dude named David. I agree. I agree with that. I think shoot for the stars. <laughs> I'm manifesting dating Zac Efron. Um, that's what I want. Yeah. I want Zac Efron. He seems like a real himbo to me, which I love. He seems like what? A real himbo? You know <laughs> yes. this term? No, he does seem like a himbo, and I love it. And also, he's, but he's not, but he's, he's, he is really smart. Like, he got into USC. He just didn't go because, like, acting career. And, like, he's <laughs> Jewish, so automatically he's smart. Um. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> You heard it here first. You did. Yeah. So I want, I want Zac Efron. I will also take other celebrities, but not as much as I want Zac Efron. But I actually, I love a person who is like very academically smart, but dumb as a bag of rocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes me so happy. Um, did you mean me? Uh, uh, I'm the opposite. I'm not that academically gifted. Um, you know, not, I'm not even really just NYU gifted education in any intellectual thing. thing. I'm just... A bimbo. Um, <laughs> See, this is why it work out perfectly. Zach. Yes. Hello. We'd be the perfect imbo couple. <laughs> <laughs> Just like slash imbo. Yeah. You can put anything you want at the beginning. <laughs> so Zach Efron, if you're listening to this, why? Why would you do Are that? Can you imagine why would that ever happen? <laughs> what insane confluence of events would need to happen? <laughs> You never know. I mean, Dylan O'Brien, speaking of All Too Well, is filming a movie, mm-hmm. like, next to my apartment. So, or, like, was filming it. I saw them filming again in that same area. So I was like, is this the same movie that's filming? So I don't know if he was filming a movie or is still filming that movie. Anyway, perhaps Something's I could on. run into Dylan O'Brien. Bear with me here. Yeah, just be like, hey, you were really good in the All Too Well um, short film. Do you want to have that exact same experience again, but in real life? Um, Yeah. You guys are not that far apart in age because now you're 25, are you? Me and Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Are you 25? Uh, How old is... Yeah, I'm 25. How old is Dylan O'Brien? Yeah, he's 30. Oh, no, that's fine. And how old is that guy from? Like 32? Probably. I think that guy from might be the same age difference as me and David. Um, But it's also like... The older you get, obviously, the less... Yeah, the less it matters, 34. of course. Oh, that's a little old. That's fine. Um, I slept with a 38-year-old, so... Um, Look at that. We're all making great decisions here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for the next season of his show because I just... George and I watched the whole show, like, every night we would watch an episode with dinner. The reality show? Yeah, his one about like exploring the globe, okay, yeah. sustainability, yeah, yeah. but it's like about nothing. Like it's and by the way, his co-host is the worst. Like this guy is so annoying. <laughs> I really hate him. But Zac Efron is so charismatic that I do not care. I'm like I'm watching this for Zac. Like this stupid idiot guy who's like riding Zac's coattails. That's what I want to do. I want to ride nuts. Zac's coattails. Yeah. 
I think that would be much better. I think you should be the new co-host and I you can just should. get really into wellness or whatever. You just joined a wellness cult. It'll be fine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> for those who don't know, which would be all of you, um, I basically am pretty <laughs> sure I joined a cult um, with my, yeah. my chiropractor. I have yet to see the contract, so. So anyway, this episode was called, Is This Too Complicated? Did we successfully make it complicated? Because here's what my logic was. Avril Lavigne wrote Skater Boy. Skater Boy is similar to Misery Business. Misery Business is similar to Good For You. Good For You is a song by the same artist who wrote Driver's License. Driver's License is similar to Complicated because they're both about messy teenager emotions. Complicated is the same song as Skater Boy. I made it a circle. Did we all get that? Yeah, I think that's completely clear. And then there's also the caveat of, or the like additional thing of there being legal problems with some of these songs. Oh, and that's Um, how we tie Girlfriend in. I almost had a circle. I fucked it up. I fucked up the circle. Well, I think that that's more of a little, um, like if this were, picture a Q, Mm -hmm. it's a circle with a little thing. The most useless letter. Well, and also I feel like if I say picture a Q, then we're going to start being like a QAnon adjacent yeah. <laughs> podcast. I, let, let me be clear. This is, none of this is conspiracy. Okay. This is all just true. <laughs> this is all true, correct stuff that really did happen. I'm fine if we started a different conspiracy cult that's not QAnon and we're the <laughs> leaders also of it. involves a Q? Does it involve a Q or are we Maybe scrapping it's like... that? Because that feels like something to leave on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like, like maybe it's like a p you know a lowercase q is just a backwards p maybe we're p anon okay now we're getting into medical issues (laughs) yeah which i have no exactly there we go i can't pee correctly actually i kind of can but uh yeah just to be clear about what that joke was about (laughs) yeah um this is a whole podcast just of inside jokes. No, it's true. Inside jokes that you guys are being subjected it's to. True. But it's of your own volition. Yeah. Until you chose this. I like trap a bunch of people in a room <laughs> for 45 minutes to listen to this podcast episode. I'll give them pizza. It'll be fine. I mean, I still think that we should throw a party where it's an Avril Lavigne party and everyone dresses mm-hmm. as different iterations of Avril. And then instead of playing music, we just play this we podcast. We play the podcast. I 100% agree. I want to present it like a red carpet thing, too. Like the premiere of our podcast that's been up online We for... get a step and repeat and like... Yeah. <laughs> take pictures. I love this. I think this is... We can do a handmade step and repeat. It's just a bunch of white paper that you stand in front of. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, and I think also we could have a signature cocktail that's okay. named something fun and Avril themed. Um, and then like small plates. Okay, like what? What's the cocktail? Get us going. Um, I'll think about it. I can't just produce. A well, you just need a punny name. All you need is the punny name, and then I can yeah. think of what the alcohol is. Uh huh. What, what do we think? Is? Well, I'd have to have more than one though, because yeah. I think that it, you always run into a problem when you only have one signature cocktail. I mean, come on. <laughs> George can dress as Monson. Oh my God! Absolutely not. He That's the part. So you either dress as Avril or you dress as. Somebody that Avril dated. Yeah, you can be Chad Kruger. You can Brody be the guy Jenner. from Sum 41. Yeah. Anyway, think of that cocktail. We should have a really bad cocktail called My World. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like there's a little bit. It's like a Bloody Mary because she talks it's about. Like jung- it, or it's just like jungle juice because it's the world. And yeah. You oh, my God. No, I was going to say it could be a Bloody Mary, but with a piece of fried chicken in it, which is mentioned <laughs> in the song. I that think could be delicious, good. actually. It could. 
I think um, that sounds like a good cocktail. Um, and then there's like the mobile cocktail, which is just in a to-go cup. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a to-go cup, but you put like a bunch of fruit like in a toothpick <laughs> on top of it, so it's kind of hanging like a mobile. Uh, and then you're forced yeah. to walk around the whole time. That, but you're not. You have to casually move the drink around you, but you must stay stationary while you yes, drink it. Yes, perfect. I love that. A lot of potential here. There is. I don't think we need any puns either. I think we could just have cocktails named after Avril songs. Yeah, I think that's probably how we do it. It's better. So we do like the girlfriend cocktail and that one has like cranberry juice to make it pink. Well, you could also do one of those fun cocktails that has like the two different um, alcohols that have been poured in such a way that they haven't mixed. Yeah. So they're sitting on top of each other. Yes. And it can be like, look at that. They're fighting just like the girls in the music video. <laughs> just like your cats. Yeah, just like my cats who <laughs> really are not fond of each other right now they smell like the vet so they don't recognize one another just to be clear for the podcast so i have to keep them apart because they start hissing at each other it's very sad yeah i like how this podcast has two through lines it's noah being the skater boy and it's your oh yeah more on that next episode yes i feel like we can't get into this right we can't we don't have time (laughs) we are we have we have time to keep talking but not about that so to wrap this up how do we feel about female artists in the music industry. Just kidding. That's a different episode, actually. Um, how do we what feel would you about... Do if I was just like, I don't listen to any female artists other than <laughs> Avril Lavigne. I hate them. I don't think they're talented. Um, I would cry. It'd be a little funny, though. Um, so basically, if you disagree that Misery Business and Skater Boy are the same song, uh, you're wrong. Yeah, like, come on. It's <laughs> exhausting how ignorant everyone is. It's true. I also think it's funny, just this is like so irrelevant, but I just think it's funny how Paramore was like, we're not doing this song anymore. And then immediately like Machine Gun Kelly covers it on his Tickets to My Downfall <laughs> album and Olivia Rodrigo releases Good For You. And I was like, you can never be free of this song. It's true. It's true. I don't like how Twitter is full of people who don't know what they're talking about, but want to have a loud opinion. Because Did whenever you mean this podcast, yeah, <laughs> no, we're experts, and I won't, I won't have that talk again. I can't believe um, I have a music podcast when I didn't even listen to music for most of my life. Yeah, and I listened to one like... band in college that had nineteen songs. That was it. I listened to the same nineteen songs. And that was all I listened to, or I just didn't listen to things. I would literally just, like... Sit in silence. I wouldn't even listen to podcasts. Like, I... Yeah. I Like, I really just... I would just think things. I would just have yeah. thoughts. I would talk... I would have fake conversations in my head. Yeah. No, I, I was trying to... Like, a, a bunch of people were talking recently with me about... Like, I don't think that it's a men versus women thing. I think that difference is not correct. But it is true that some people really just don't spend a lot of time thinking. Like, their brain is just... <laughs> on dark mode or whatever much of the time and i find that really baffling because i am always having thoughts that's literally oh my god i had a friend one time tell me that she has ocd which is literally a mental disorder where you think too much and you can't stop the thoughts and you're having like lots of thoughts that you don't want to be having that are not true and are not good and are like and it can be things like oh if you don't turn this light off 15 times the world will end but it can also Mm -hmm. just be like 
did I turn the stove overly off? ruminating on things. Yeah, yeah, did I did I turn the stove off? Checking a million times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's lots of ways that OCD can manifest, but it's it's a mental anxiety disorder. And I remember leaving this girl's apartment one time, getting on the bus, going home, making myself sad about uh, this man David that we've mentioned because it was closer in time mm-hmm. to when I got dumped, and I had been fine when I was with her, like happy, healthy, whatever. Uh, that's no oh Rodrigo God. reference if you I get it. Um, <laughs> but I get on the bus and I get sad and I start crying on the bus. And I tell her this and she's like, what, why, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. I just like thought things and then I got sad from my thoughts. And she was like, why, why did you do that? And I was like, well, what else was, I, I'm on the bus. What else was I going to do but think? You can't, you're just sitting there. You have to think about things. Like what? And she like did not understand. And I was like, how do you not understand? Wow. That's incredible. But that's exactly, and also that that goes to what I said about I don't think it's like, because the way it was presented to me is like, men don't ever think and women think all the time, which I don't, that's not correct. But it is true. It may be that a higher instance of men turn their brain (laughs) off for large stretches of time. Um, It's just that (laughs) men are dumber. Um, Well, that is exactly what I said. So I'm glad that you brought that up. (laughs) I was like, no, it sounds like you might just be stupid. Like, maybe the thing you're describing to me is that you don't think a lot because the thoughts don't come very often. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's less of a, oh, this is how my brain functions, and more, I'm a little bit stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're a man, it's not your fault that you're stupid. Like, that's just how you were born. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I was but trying to just... get away from, like, gender <laughs> sexualism. Um, we're we're right back on it no i just need men to know that they're inferior (laughs) this is why i'm single sweet ass (laughs) all righty well i can hear my roommate so that means it's time for us to sign off this has been another episode of what more can i say a skater boy fan cast can i make it any more obvious